I'm Jeff. That was Jeff. And that's it. No more explanation. Hi. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. And welcome to Strange and Sinister, where we talk about true crime, psychology, conspiracy theories, mysteries, and all things spooky and weird. Slay. Slay. (laughs) Welcome to episode 11. Yeah, we're above 10. Heck yeah. I hope you enjoyed Jeff's cameo at the beginning. I'm a fan. (laughs) It's very nice. I could try to get him to sit in on one with us. Now listeners can put a voice to all the references to Jeff. Yeah, right. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about the awful, awful murder of Airely Naomi Proctor. Oh, I don't know this one. It's not a big case whatsoever. Um, This case takes place in San Jose, California, and it happened very recently in September of 2021. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so just over a year ago. And just be ready. This case is going to make you mad. Oh, no. Yeah. And we, I mean, we say that a lot, but this is one of them. It's a really heartbreaking case, too. Oh, oh gosh. I have trouble with the ones that happened, like, very recently because it's just too, it just, I can't believe stuff like this, like, still happens, you know? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. So just a trigger warning, we are dealing with abuse in this episode, specifically adult to child physical abuse and the death of a very young child. Oh, no. And if you aren't able to listen to that, we understand. You can click off this episode, but this case really lacks a lot of coverage, which is why I'm talking about it today. Yeah, I'm just warning you, you're going to want to fight. I'm it's always ready to so, throw hands. At I know a bitch. you are. I'm literally always ready to throw hands. So don't worry. This bitch is going to get got if she hasn't already. I hope she has. Or hey, I don't know. I don't know the specifics yet. I'll tell you. So this all takes place on the 24th of September in 2021. Early Naomi Proctor was three years old and was the only child of single mother, 25 year old Claudia Hernandez Santos and early was so adorable, such a cutie. She had a big smile and big sparkling eyes, and she was such a loving and happy child. Airly sounds like a fairy name. Like, it's so pretty and cute. It does. It's a very cute name. And we're talking about the murder of a very young child, and whenever children are the victims, it's especially hard And it takes just a really soulless kind of human, I think, to ever want to harm a child. Oh, yeah. I just I can't wrap my head around this case at all because it's it's really upsetting. And I haven't seen many victim advocates on any platform really talk about this case, which is why I wanted to talk about it today. Uh, From what I've seen, also, there haven't been any loved ones of the victim coming forward to talk about airily oh what yeah it's a really just silent case oh my god yeah that's horrible yeah and th- i'm sure there's people out there mourning for the loss of airily but not on a public level so 
I don't know. I just, I, because this case hasn't, isn't completely closed yet, I think it's really important to keep her name alive to make sure that the people responsible for this are put away and like are put away for life. Yeah. Because it just frustrates me so much. So I'm sure there's way more going on behind the scenes that I just haven't been able to learn about. But this case hasn't really been in the news since about May, which was when the last charges in the case were made. But I'm going to share what is available so that we can keep her name alive and that there can hopefully be justice for Airely. Um, I've only heard, I heard about this case a few months ago from another podcast that I follow. They're called Creeps and Crimes and actually based out of Knoxville. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And every episode they cover a conspiracy theory and a true crime case. So if you're into this kind of stuff, you're probably into what they're what they talk about too and they do a really good job at covering every case that they talk about come through free promo yes so mad respect to them but i learned about this case from them and it's the only case i or the only people i've really seen cover this case so at 8 12 p.m on september 24th claudia hernandez called the police to say that her three-year-old daughter early had passed away Police, medical, and the fire department were all sent to the church that they were at. At a church? Yes. Now, this church is a very small church in San Jose. The building is actually just a small house, so it's a very small congregation of people who attend this church. So when emergency services get to the church, Airely was on the floor and had not been helped by her mother. And it was not just Airely's mother that was there, but her uncle and her grandfather. What? And this happened at a church? Yeah. Okay. The uncle's name is Rene Aaron Hernandez Santos, and he was 19 years old when this happened. And the grandfather's name is Rene Trigueros Hernandez, and he was 59. And they have the same name, so we're just going to refer to them as Airely's uncle and grandfather for this episode. None of them had tried CPR or taken any life-saving measures for Airely, but medical arrives and they begin working on Airely trying to save her life. They take her to Valley Medical Center, but she is pronounced dead by 8.59 p.m. Oh my god. A church? What? So at the church, the police talked with the three individuals separately. They told the police that they were there because they believed Airely was possessed by a demon and they come to the church to pray for Airely. No. Yeah? No. Yes. No. It, yeah, because it's more than that. They'd come to the church to perform an exorcism on Airely. What? Why? She's three. Exactly. There's no way in hell that's what's happening. But, and you'll see that, like, clearly. I guess the mind can really make you believe things. But I'm just, when people do terrible things in the name of religion. Yeah, no. Why are you doing that? No. Why? Jesus did not tell you to kill anybody. No one told you to kill anybody, actually. It's just yourself. Anyway. 
It is at this time when Claudia is giving her statement to the police that she tells them that she stuck her fingers down her daughter's throat and squeezed her neck to get her to throw up because that would expel the demon she's saying is in her daughter. What? During this, while her mother was choking and smothering her daughter, because let's call it what it really is, Early fell asleep multiple times. But we're also going to say she was passing out because her mother was suffocating her. Dude, what the fuck? The mother kind of phrases it one way to please, oh, but I'm translating oh, yeah, it. Because yeah. Obviously, the mom's not going to be like, I was choking and smothering my daughter and she was passing out. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm translating for Claudia because she's so infuriating and what she's saying just literally doesn't make sense. Like, and it's not what was happening. She was not there praying for her daughter. She was choking her. So Claudia describes that from this, Airly developed bruising around her eyes, on her neck, and chest. So she was abusing her at this point. I hate this woman. Ew. I've heard some really interesting cases with exorcisms involved, but this one, I just can't understand how they convinced themselves that she was possessed. Yeah, like, she's three years old. Three years old. I think you could tell the difference between a normal three-year-old and a possessed three-year-old. Yeah. Claudia states to police that Airely died and she did nothing to attempt to resuscitate her or save her life in any way and she did not call 911. They waited two hours before they called police. Two, two hours. hours? Yes. What were you doing in that time? They say they were praying over Airely. For two hours while she was dead on the ground? What the fuck is wrong with you? From their statements, the police learn that Airely's grandfather is actually the leader of this church, and he tells them that he's a certified pastor. Is he? I don't know. He shouldn't be. The next day, on the 25th, they interview Claudia again, and she tells police that on the 23rd, so the night before Airely died, Airely uh, had woke up repeatedly throughout the night crying and screaming. Which, that's so weird for a child to do. I can't imagine a child waking up in the middle of the night crying. She's three. Exactly. Obviously. But because of this, Claudia she believes... Obviously, she's possessed. Yeah. That's the that's what Claudia believes from this. That she her daughter's crying. She like, an ear infection or something. Anything. A bad literally, dream. Yeah. She was hungry. She was scared. Literally anything. But you're going to assume that your daughter is possessed by a demon because she wakes up throughout the night crying and screaming girl of course the dad is the the leader of the church yeah of claudia's claudia's father, claudia's father. I mean. yeah oh yeah of course of course yep claudia told police that she believed airly was possessed because of the crying and screaming so claudia's brother and her proceeded to pray over airly in her bedroom i'm really unsure how three individuals really define praying considering what happens but that's what they keep calling it praying they were praying over her yeah i don't in her bedroom i don't know what like, i don't trying to help her and so trying to figure out why she was crying they were just praying over her yeah yeah girl i okay 
So the next morning, September 24th at 6.30 a.m., Claudia, her brother, and Airely go to the church. So a little bit about this church. It's a Pentecostal church in San Jose called Iglesia Apostolis y Profetas. Spanish is a little rusty, but... Slay. Uh, the church is just a small purple house and supposedly... I mean, there's like really a small amount of information about this church because it's so small. But this house is rented from a landlord and I think is possibly lived in residentially too. And that church is ran out of the back of the house or the basement. Weird. Okay. Yes. That seems culty. And there's not, there's just not a lot of clarity to this church or how it's ran, but that's what all the articles say about this church. Okay. That seems not official at all. Um, and I, I don't mean to offend those who follow a, relig- a religion. No. That's not my intention. Y'all live your life. I was a Christian for a long for the longest. Um but that is weird to me. <laughs> that is weird. Uh that this church is being ran out of the basement of someone's house. That is weird. Yeah. And since the murder of Airely, there's been one more crime involving a child that is um, associated with this church. Oh, of course there is. And it's pretty scary. Um, In April of 2022, a three-year-old boy named Brandon was kidnapped by members of the church where this child and his mother were also members of. The kidnapping had been premeditated by two individuals, a male named Jose Portillo and a female named Yesenia Ramirez. Um, And from what I can tell, they were known and trusted by the family. Uh, The female had collected supplies like diapers, formula, and a car seat in the month leading up to the kidnapping. The child was kidnapped by Jose Portillo on April 25th and was rescued the following day. And Jose and Yesenia were charged with kidnapping as well as other related charges. But kind of the weird thing about it is Yesenia was actually married to another man. And he was originally questioned and considered a suspect, but he was eventually let go. But this man, there's video footage of him preaching at this church. Shut it down. (laughs) Shut it down. I don't even want to hear anything else about this church. That's not where you go to worship a god. I'm sick to my stomach. Yeah, the people who are leading this church are clearly very toxic people. What and the fuck? I Yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on with that church. I don't know. It's still running? That was in 2022. Shut I, it down. I haven't heard otherwise. There's really only so much information about this case, about this church, about anything. But from what I can tell, it's still a church. I haven't heard otherwise, but I don't know. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, that whole situation is very, very scary. But Claudia, so back to Airly's story. Claudia describes that at the church, her daughter was still possessed. While she was deceased? Oh, no. We're going back in time a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, So 
the police are asking her about what happened that day. Oh, so, this is after they took her to the church. Yes. Okay. So I'm yeah, sorry. when they're questioning Claudia the following day, um, she tells them about the night before, how her and her brother prayed over airily. And then this is the next morning when they get to the church. Um, she held her daughter, which is the word she uses, but she's a liar. Uh, she held her daughter by the waist and by the neck so she would throw up were the words that Claudia uses. And she did this because she believed it would rid Airely of the evil spirit that was making her cry and scream. And she also admitted to forcing Airely's mouth opened with her hands. And eventually, the grandfather gets to the church too. And at this point, it's her mother, her uncle, and her grandfather that are trying to force her to vomit. All this is so far from the affidavit itself. Uh, so it's directly the police's account from interviewing Claudia that day. And the accounts from the grandfather and the uncle come from a statement of facts that were also written by the police. So those are like my two main sources for okay. everything that's happening. Can I just ask, like, why would throwing up mean that you're getting rid of a demon? Like, how does that work? I don't know. Does it live in your tummy? <laughs> and like, yeah. do you need to throw it, throw it up? Like, that's not. Yeah, I don't know. And if crying means there's a demon in you, when do you when you stop, does that mean it's gone now? Yeah, right. Like, what, girl? I I don't understand that. Like, I don't think that's how being possessed works. I don't think if you throw up, you're immediately not possessed anymore. I just don't think I that's don't, how that I works. Know. I don't get it. But these three adults held Airly down together. That's three adults against one three-year-old. One would hold Airly by the neck. One would hold her down by her abdomen. And the other would hold her by her legs. And eventually they did get her to vomit a clearish purple liquid. Oh my goodness. That poor baby. Yeah, what they're doing is torture. Yes. Uh, and poor Airly is confused and scared and hungry and tired. And she's being held down by these people who are supposed to love her and take care of her. Yeah. Yeah, she deserved so much better. And court documents say that Airly was tortured for 12 hours. 12 hours? That's how long this exorcism Oh my god. I called it an exorcism. I don't consider it whatsoever to be an exorcism because they were abusing this child child for 12 hours. For 12 hours. No fucking shit. She's crying. You're trying to force her to throw up and you're holding her down on the ground. According to the uncle's statements recorded in the investigator's statements of facts, he'd placed one hand above her chest and the other one on her back and squeezed her for 10 minutes. Why? During this, he prayed and when he was done, he believed that she was dead. Why would you do that? Like, how is that? What is that going to do? Why are you doing that? Like, what? What does that mean? Why would you even have that idea in the first place? I don't 
Is I that how know. you get rid of demons? You squeeze them out? I don't know. What? In one of the early interviews, they gave him a doll where he reenacted this. Oh my god. Sick. Now, in a later interview, he says that he'd lied about this because he was scared and didn't think the cops would believe him. He said that he'd never applied pressure to her back or chest and that after she died, he'd attempted to save her with mouth to mouth, which is a full on lie. He's now starting to realize the consequences of his actions and he's taking stuff back. But he said and stated way too many times what actually happened. Yes. That why is he trying to change his story now does not make sense to me but sounds like someone who's pretty guilty to me no if you have to change your story you're guilty point blank period the grandfather from these documents is admitting to the least out of anything from what i can tell but they're all equally culpable for what happened terribly they all killed her they all need to spend the rest of their lives in jail how do you spell airly? A-R-E-L-Y. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, I just wanted to know. <laughs> so when they interviewed the grandfather, according to him, he arrived at the church around 1230 and prayed over Airly while she was crying because Claudia was telling him that she believed her daughter was possessed by a demon. And he does two of what he calls prayer sessions. And he said the first prayer session lasted about an hour and a half. And during this time, he held Airly tightly around her torso with her back to his stomach. So restraining her. I don't understand what their logic is. Yeah. That if they squeeze her enough, the demon will just pop out of her. I don't. I I don't see the. I don't see it. I don't. How did they think the demon got in there in the first place? I don't know. And what... Like, do you think squeezing it out is, like, the answer? Like, have you ever done an ex... Have they ever done anything like this before? No. Why would they think that this is what is going on? You're a pastor. You're supposed to know this shit. Right? You... I'm, like, genuinely confused. You've also raised two children of your own, two for sure, Renee and Claudia. Yeah, why are you thinking you that don't this is what happened? You know what a child crying looks like? I don't understand. Yeah, what? This is all very confusing. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and this is just what they're admitting to. So what actually could have happened, I literally do not, I can't imagine mm-hmm. what could actually also be going on because that's what they're willing to admit to is all that they're doing all these things right? to expel this demon. Okay. So I found an article where the grandfather is quoted saying, if you read the Bible, you'll see that Jesus cast away demons and made sick people healthy again. It's not when I want to do it. It's when God in his will wants to heal the person. The preacher is like an instrument of God. What we do is what God says. Did God tell you to do that shit? Yeah. How are you going to use religion to justify killing a three-year-old child no uh, and just at the same time take zero responsibility for it what i'm confused how come god has never said to have an exorcism on anyone else right i'm like confused 
Me too. Kids I don't, cry I don't all the time. Understand. How come every other kid that has cried in your presence has not been given an exorcism? What? I'm so confused. Okay. He's also stated that he doesn't believe his granddaughter's death was caused by the exorcism. He says it was God's will and that he's not responsible. Shut the fuck up. Literally shut the fuck up. It is your fault along with your daughter and your son. That is the reason why this poor child is dead. Yep. Shut the fuck You're up. You're the adults here. You answer to your own actions. Yeah, literally yeah. shut up. It is not God's will. <laughs> like, I hate that. Why are you using religion to justify your murder? Oh, my God. Claudia wasn't even sure at what time she died, but she believed it was around 6.30 p.m. And she did not call 911. They apparently thought this was a good time to sit and pray and not do anything for this child. And the affidavit says that her family members, meaning the uncle and grandfather, finally convinced Claudia to contact the police, which is when she did. And she placed that call at about 8.12 p.m. So Airly died, according to their statements, at around 6.30 p.m. that night of the 24th. She had not ate since the night before at around 9 p.m. And she had only had six ounces of water to drink that day. So a sip of water. Oh, my God. Just the blatant, like stupidity of these people is ridiculous. Yeah. Your child is probably starving and thirsty. No wonder she's crying. She's not fucking possessed, you dumbass. Holy shit. Wait, I gotta look up a picture of these motherfuckers. They should be embarrassed when they look in the mirror. So the following is again directly from the statement of facts written by Detective Mike Harrington and Sergeant J.J. Vallejo. While the affidavit I told you before was specifically about Claudia's statements, the other document is about what the grandfather and the uncle are saying happened that night. And this document includes the findings of the Santa Santa Clara County Medical Examiner and The rest is just going to be a direct quote from that document because there's no other way to really paraphrase it, I think. And I really just want to express what these three monsters did to this child. Um, But it will be linked on our website along with all the other sources. The victim's death was a homicide. The cause of death was asphyxia due to suffocation due to mechanical asphyxia and smothering. The victim had visible injuries, including extensive diffuse petechia changes across the face and neck with increased density around the eyes. So that means there was bleeding in the skin under the top layer of skin. So just at the surface. Multiple injuries to her tongue and mouth, multiple linear abrasions on the face and neck, patterned injuries on the neck with numerous bruises to the neck and clavicle region, marked cerebral edema, which is swelling of the brain, and multiple blunt force injuries across the chest, back, and extremities. The victim also had internal bleeding to the heart, aorta, pancreas, as well as small and large bowels. That suggests a lot more than they're admitting to in these interviews. 
Yes. That poor fucking baby. What are you doing? What are you doing? That suggests that they had this child, like, simply to torture her. Like, what are you fucking doing? Oh, my God. Yeah, I I cried when I read that the first time. That is horrible. Like, a horrible level of abuse that she went through the day she died. For 12 hours. Oh, my God. In the months following the murder of her child, Claudia proceeded to post videos to YouTube. Some having absolutely nothing to do with losing her daughter or anything, really, actually. But one was about her daughter. But she mostly talked about herself the entire time. In all these videos, including the one where she talks about the loss of her daughter, she's laughing, she's chewing gum, she's flipping her hair around, and she's just completely disconnected from reality. She shows no real emotion or mourning for her daughter or any guilt or remorse. There's literally nothing. Girl, what the fuck? What um, the fuck are you doing on YouTube after you killed your daughter? Yeah, she she lives in her own delusion where she thinks there's no consequences for her actions. It sounds like and it. And she uses her religion and God to justify like everything um i don't know i don't know if she's just full-on convinced herself that her child was possessed or she sounds like she could be i don't want to diagnose but yeah. she sounds like she could be like a narcissist with like a very big lack of empathy and guilt and just like is unable to conceptualize the trauma that she should be facing right now but she isn't because she just has no no neurons firing in that department nope so in a video titled her daughter's name she says I could sit here and be negative be sad about the whole situation that she passed away but there is no point it is what it is it's many reasons why God took her. What if something would have happened to her? What if she would have had a sickness? It is what it is? Yeah, first of all, it is what it is. And excuse me, you killed your daughter so nothing else could? Uh, it is what it is? It is what it is. She's said that several times. She said it is what it is. Yes, that's her whole demeanor about oh her my child. Oh, God. Is, it is what it is. No, girl. Yeah. It is not what it is. You did it. It's your own fault that she is dead. That is not just how God wanted it to be. You did that to her. It's not it is what it is. That's not like it wasn't some accident that like it is what it is. It, it was you. You did that. You manually strangled her to death. It yes. was you. So she has four videos on her YouTube. Great. And all of them, she's sitting in her car chatting to the camera. One video is 11 minutes long called Real and Uncut Introduction. One is over an hour long, which is called Q&A Get to Know Me. Oh, my God. Stop. One's going to be like a clothing haul and one's going to no. be like, oh, my God. Another one is almost 30 minutes 
long titled The Past, but I don't think she mentions her daughter once in this video. Holy shit. And the last one is almost 45 minutes long, and it's titled Early Naomi Proctor Hernandez. And I think this is the only video that she mentions her daughter, and she's mostly just talking about herself. And making it about her. Why the fuck are you trying to start a YouTube channel after you killed your daughter? I don't what know. is the reason? Like, literally, what is the reason? Yeah, yeah, I tried to watch these videos and they're hard to watch because Claudia annoys the shit out of me. She's, oh, my God. I'm she sure comes, she's annoying as shit. Yeah, she just comes across so careless and self-centered and she lacks any sort of empathy for anything. And when she says she's sad, she's still smiling and her body language is just conveying something completely different from what's coming out of her mouth. But then she'll also say shit like it is what it is. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I'm going to show you. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to play some clips for Emily so that she can tell us what she thinks. Great. I don't know. I don't know if I should say what I think. True. <laughs> <laughs> what are, this is a video about your daughter. What are you talking about? She's acting like she's like 16 years old. Yeah, and I mean, you saw it. The video about her daughter, she gets defensive. She doesn't talk about the details of her daughter's death, but she does tiptoe around the fact that people, of course, don't buy into her story. So she gets defensive about it, saying, if you weren't there, you can't say what happened. She says, why would I sit here and lie about how she passed away? And then she goes on to say, people weren't even there, but they want to say this and that because of how the situation looks. But if you weren't there, you don't know. And then she said that if anything is said about her daughter, if it's not coming from her, it's not valid. <laughs> Girl, we're getting this from the police report. I think that's pretty fucking valid. Yeah, and even what you're admitting to is enough to put you away, actually. Right? Oh, please tell me that they're rotting. So the following is pretty much as of last summer, but there hasn't been any updates since. Uh, the district attorney for San Jose is named Rebecca Wise, and she wants life sentences for all three of them, which I completely agree with. Yes, They've all been charged with child abuse leading to the death of a child, but court experts are worried that they could get lesser sentences just depending on everything the jury the lawyers uh they could be charged with manslaughter or just abuse and i could not find any kind of future court dates or information beyond this so if they've been sentenced to anything i don't know it i don't think i think it would have been reported on if there had been a sentencing yet yeah okay i guess that kind of makes sense like COVID kind of fucked up all the court proceedings and shit so it's pro they're probably still waiting true and experts say that because religion is involved it could make the trial messy if they try to defend themselves by saying they were only trying to rid of this demon um, defendants could say that they had the best intentions performing this exorcism and there will also be a lack of witnesses because it's only these three people involved in what happened to Airly, which go fuck yourselves you killed a three-year-old. Yeah, literally, what the Who fuck? Who was in no way possessed. 
but they, I, I don't know, whatever twisted fantasy this family created. Just to justify killing a three-year-old is really horrifying. Were there comments on her YouTube videos? Yeah, calling her a killer. Oh, slay. Okay, yeah, I was yeah, going to say. No, everybody <laughs> hates this woman. No one's supporting her. Okay, good. But, yeah. I was going to be like, is are people asking for a clothing haul next? Or like, a get ready with me? Like, like what? What is going on there? They better be like in a holding cell right now. Yeah, they're all being held. And at least Claudia is being held without bail. Oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah, Claudia was charged on January 31st, 2022, and the uncle and grandfather were charged in May, uh, May 11th of 2022. Shit, that was like soon it or recently ish. Yeah, pretty recent. And that's pretty much when the last updates are about this case. Mm -hmm. Um, But any future information about this case will be on our social media because I will definitely be looking like checking in on this case pretty often because i need to know that they're put away forever right i need to know that because them crazy bitches they could do it to someone else i just i can't believe somebody would do that three people would do that three adults put their fucking little tiny shrimp brains together and said this girl is possessed we need to squeeze squeeze her. her until she vomits up the demon you are grown, grown human beings. And you think that's a thing that happens to people? I'm so sorry, but I have never witnessed someone who was possessed. And I just did not feel the need to squeeze them until they vomited up their demon. Um, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yep. This was a hard one. Sorry, Mom. I know this one's really going to get to my mom. Aww. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. Oh, well. So, that is the case of early Naomi Proctor. Well. I just forgot how to end an episode. But, um, stay safe. Stay strange. And we'll see you in the next one.